Hello and welcome to the Potters Podcast. We've been away for two weeks, but now we're back. And it's been an exciting tournament. And before we start, we'll have to say konnichiwa to Andalou. But uh, just tell me again uh, who's through to the um, the next round of the World Cup. Well, Japan are. That's, that's one for definite sure. that The mighty Japan, the home of the rising sun, have got through. You were laughing. You said you weren't going to get past the group stages. And you see uh, your first. Who, and who did you say was going to go out after they lost the first match and are still there and stuffed the mighty Aussies last night? Well, this. Dare you say the word? Well, your your first pick, Germany, were out in the group stages. Mm, I know I'm glad about that. I don't. Uh, I don't particularly hold a great uh, spot of love for them. Well, it has. It's been a great tournament, though, Ante. There's been some twists and turns, like half the big teams have lost, and we, when we look seriously at England we, we have to can we start getting excited is it is it too early to get excited about this tournament I, I'm not getting excited about them um, at all wow what, what? because, because uh, when you start getting excited about things like that uh, the wheels drop off well it is the hope that kills you it's a very famous saying we, as Stoke fans we've been like that for five years haven't we we certainly have. Um, and it's a bit of a worry. Have you been enjoying that Stoke haven't been playing and this World Cup's been on? I'll tell you something. I haven't missed it. I haven't missed it. Have you? No. I'll be honest, no. Because it, it was starting to get really, really depressing, wasn't it? Very. Um, but hopefully things have changed now and, um, you know, we, we are we are going forward with intent. Well, where have you heard this from, Ange? Uh, not from yourself. Well, it definitely won't be from me, but who's been exciting you? What's been coming out of the club since the World Cup? Because I've been focused on World Cup, to be honest. Why have you been focused on the World Cup? You're supposed to be a Stoke fan. Well, I'm a massive Stoke fan, but when they aren't playing, you sort of drift away, don't you, Ange? Yeah, and that's, I think, going to be the problem for the first few weeks when everybody comes back, if I'm being honest. I think some people will now think Christmas is is coming. Um, I'll wait till the start of uh, the new year. But we've got a big game against Cardiff at the weekend and I'm looking forward to seeing the, the players benefit from the mid-season, pre-season that they've had. Well, we played Forest, didn't we, and got a good result against Forest. I mean, I can't remember who played, but I think Forest did put a decent team out themselves. Um, we've got to take a little bit of hope from that, haven't we, that things maybe have changed? people will now be ex- I think the honeymoon period's over uh, and I think a lot of people will be expecting Stoke to uh, start playing really well what do you think? Uh, the Stoke fans will always expect that because of the drop from the Premier League it's the same happens with a lot of clubs that don't instantly bounce up or, or struggle for a bit the expectation of those fans are there and that's why I think the negativity is there because we, you know, we've dropped down. We've we've not really had one go at it in the five seasons we've been down. This season looks really bad. But like you said, the pressure's on Alex Neil now because if he doesn't start getting the results, he might not be in the job next season. No, it's a bit of a worry, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's a big worry because you know already I've spoke to a lot of Stoke fans and a lot of other people around the club, and they they aren't happy, and they're not happy with Alex Neil already. 
because of, because of the inconsistent performances. Nothing's changed really since Michael O'Neill, except we seem to be more and more inconsistent. Win, loss, win, win, loss, loss. It's got to change quick. Do you think it will? No. Not, not, well, he can change. I mean, if Harry Suter plays like he has been, and we'll have a bit of a talk about Harry Suter after, but it, if we can get the team going and make good signings in January, which is always the hardest thing to do, especially for Stoke, it seems to be the hardest part of Stoke's journey is actually buying new players. Um, but if Alex Neal succeeds in that and Ricky Martin succeeds and we bring a couple of good players in and we can turn it round and, and maybe get in the top 10, then next season people will be a lot more excited for the season coming up. But that's got to change, hasn't it? Yeah, completely. I, I'm not... It's, um, it's going to be an interesting few weeks. Well, it is, especially as England play Senegal tonight. We're going to go with predictions, and early predictions. What do you think is going to happen? I'm going to go 2-0 England. I'm going to go 2-1 England after extra time. Oh, it's not going to be like that, Ange. We'll, we'll sail through tonight. I mean, Senegal. Can you name me a Senegalese player? Come on. Famous last words. No, but we always... Uh, I'm, com- I'm not going to be a negative England fan. I'm a negative Stoke fan because of what's happening at the moment, but I'm not going to be a ne- negative England fan. We'll win tonight 2-0. Straight through to France. I think it's okay. France. Well, it is France. It will be France. But, um, we just have to... We just have to keep hoping, don't we? At least we've got more chance of winning it than Australia. And you were talking about Harry Suter. How long do you think we're going to keep him? Um, I've, I've said this before about Harry Suter. If it wasn't for the injury, he wouldn't be at Stoke now. So a Premier League club would have snipped, snipped in and got him just like Collins. Um, it depends on what happens, to be honest. It depends on how Alex Neal works with him because of course he's only recently been around the team with Alex Neal it all depends on if he if we improve enough for him to go alright I'll give it one more year because you know he's been injured he might have a good second half of the season but if not he might think right I'll, I'll have another season and then impress um, I think we can keep just about keeping for another year yeah I hope so I, I think we could I mean because of his injury coming back from an injury you'll He'll want a good run before making a move to the Premier League because if he goes half-baked and half-gooped, you can end up sitting on the bench for a year. And I don't think Harry Suter wants that. I don't think he wants to do what Nathan um, Collins did where it was a slow progression. I think he wants to go up there, play well, have a good couple of seasons under him, then go to the Premier League where he can go straight into a team and you never know, move up to a big boy in the Premier League because he's good enough, isn't he, Andrew? I mean, his performances in the in the World Cup shows how good he was. He was he's probably been the best defender I've seen in this tournament. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's certainly gone a long way to uh, making certain every Premier League club knows who Harry Suter is. Um, I just think it will be very, very sad if if we don't uh, keep hold of him uh, for the end, till the end of the season, which I actually think we will. I, I think... Um, It'd have to be a massive, massive offer for him to leave Stoke right now. Well, there is club circling, isn't there? I mean, there's talk today that Aston Villa are very keen in Harry Suter. Now, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't care who's very keen. I just think that uh, Stoke should try and show a little bit of. Uh, I know sometimes it's beyond their control, 
but I hope that Stoke try and keep him to show that they really do mean business. Well, that's the thing, and you know, the the truth of it comes into the pudding. I mean, it's it's a very big time for Mr. Coates, John Coates, this time because you know there's pressure growing on him now to make sure that the club starts moving in the right direction, and you know, Harry Suter is the first key star to that. I mean, he didn't. We weren't able to hold firm with Nathan Collins. We ended up selling him to Burnley for it, which ended up being shown, and I said it was shown, is a very small fee. And it still is a small fee, if you ask me, because I, he's going to go on to big things, Nathan Collins. He's a very good defender, even though Wolves are struggling at the moment. But we've got... We've got a difficult time, haven't we? We're halfway through. Neither of us were definitely impressed by what's been going on. But the January window opening, and it's all gone quiet already on Ryan Portios, is it? Portiolios? I can't say his name. Portios, Portios. Yeah, it's all gone quiet there again. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think that, you know, you look at, uh, you look at the chances of, of Stoke getting anybody in. Nobody will know. They keep the cards very close to the chest these days. And um, I think it'll be... Real, it'll be like last minute we'll say wow didn't see that coming uh, but there's no doubt in my mind we're looking for a goalkeeper and I would say a, a winger of some description well what's happening with Joseph Beersick now well he didn't get he didn't get any minutes in the match against Nottingham Forest did he no it was Bonham um, again and, and uh, at this moment in time I'd still rather have Beersick over Bonham because I think Bonham's just a, a goalkeeper way out of his depth at this level. Yeah, I, I don't think either of them are, um, how can I put it, the quality we need to inspire our defence. And our defence is a bit woeful at the moment, as it is. I mean, we both called at the start of the season that we weren't confident with a goalkeeper. We've been proved to task again. Um, there's still no news on a goalkeeper, though. I mean, it has started picking up rumours about Xander Clark again. Um, you know him from Scottish football, don't you? Is it Kilmarnock he's at? Uh, well, he's a decent player. He is a decent goalkeeper from everything I've read, but is he the right age for us? I mean, he's he's just clicked 30. Yeah, but goalies aren't, aren't like outfield players, are they? They reckon goalies get better and better um, as they age. Yeah, but I understand that. But the problem is I have with Xander Clark is that he's never played outside of Scotland. He hasn't played at the high level of Scotland as well. So, so a move to England at that age, and especially the Championship, could be a big challenge for him. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, I don't know. I just I feel that we need somebody who's yes experienced but knows this level. I mean, why do we why do we think Fielding doesn't get a look in at this point? Well, I don't think he was ever going to get a look in. I don't think that uh, he was ever brought in to be anything other than the third. But I don't understand that because he's he's not exactly ancient, is he? I think he's only thirty three. No, but he, he's obviously not even in the equation. I mean, if we'd had three broken legs and a a twisted eyelash, I don't think he'd play. Which I think is a shame, really, because I mean. He, I remember him each time at Bristol City when he was in the Championship. Very good goalkeeper. Was predicted to go high. I think he was at Blackburn as well, where he was. He broke into their team. 
for me at this time, I don't understand why he's not playing over what we've got in Bottom and Basic because neither of them are ready. Basic's just not ready and Bottom's just not good enough. So I'd give the experienced man the go till we can at least get somebody in. Yeah, uh, who'd you get though? You know, we, we're, we're trying to get the well, that's, a, that's the billion-dollar question, Andy. It's, um, from looking around the free transfers, there's not a lot there that I would take, unless it's till the end of the season. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, would that Liz at Southampton maybe come on loan? Possibly. I think. I think anybody would look um, to come to come on loan to Stoke City if they're not in the first team up, which they're obviously not at another club. Um, it's going to be an interesting few weeks ahead, but there's going to be no doubt that, um, you know, fans, as I said, I think the honeymoon period's over. And if we don't start on the front foot, um, I, I think um, I think we've got some interesting times ahead. Well, we have, yeah, especially the transfer window. There's, I mean, there's probably six, five or six players where I'd bring in for different positions. I mean, what's the rumours that are coming out? Again, favourite boy, Smallbone, started against Nottingham Forest. What is he doing that is that is impressing this manager? I, I can't see it. Um, I, I'm not his biggest fan, um, but as we've always said, it's uh, it's difficult to when you don't see everybody. Uh, every every training session etc but um, we've just got to hope that he comes good this half I mean we've still got injuries you thought Kukas is out for what seems like till the end of the season now what will happen to him uh, well that's for other people to decide that, that sounds like then you've got like who's still not fit yeah I mean Klukas I think that's just an injury because he doesn't want to play for us anymore to be honest well, he certainly won't be playing for us, given um, you know, given where we're at at the moment. Well, we're in, we're in a bad way. There's there's no question about it. I mean, we're looking around the squad. I was talking to a few fans this weekend, and they're they're, they're adamant we're going down. Like yeah. I, I try to convince them. I try to say no. There's a chance we could we could scrape staying up and all that lot, but they said no. He said unless three or four good players come in and really improve that team, we're going down. And yeah. I, I, I don't believe that. I'm not going to have that yet because I don't, I don't want it. They won't be playing Vale next season. And the way Vale are going, they might be swapping with us again. But no I, chance. I don't know. They're looking all right, Vale. Listen, they had a good result on Friday. Um... That that's that's great. Good luck to them. It takes more than a few good results to to get you up the league. And if they get up the league, they get up the league. We can only look after our own team. But I, I'm I'll be really disappointed if Stoke aren't a very different team after this break. Well, it's got to be done, actually. You can't keep going like the way they're doing. And things need change. So transfer window wise, nothing's been talked about. There's been a couple of links to Harry Suter, Villa, and I think Brighton have apparently been taking a look at Suter. I don't think a concrete offer will come in because, I, I mean, if, if we've got a brain on our head after the World Cup, you're talking £25 million for me. 
to get Suter away from Stoke or, or 30. You're not going to get anywhere near 25 million for a player that's had played four matches since he's done his ACL uh, and is, is not proven at top level. And you can't say having three good games in the World Cup is proven at top level. It's proved he could do it, but he's not proven. And I think they'll be lucky to get 15 million for him. Well, if they get, if, I wouldn't accept that. Honestly, if it was me and I was... Neither would I, but that's, accept, what, that's accept. the realism in this world. How much do we get for Collins? 10 rising to 12? Yeah, yeah. What, there won't be much difference. Then he stays then. He's got five years yeah, well, left I in his contract. Agree. But, but you have to say that if a player doesn't want to stay these days, whether he's got five or ten year contract, uh, they go. Well, that's up to the club. That's the club. They have to stay strong and say no. Unless twenty five million comes in, you are not leaving this football club. Unless you, yeah, unless agree. you're close to the end of your your contract, then we might accept a little bit. But until he's got five years left on his deal, he's not getting anywhere until a big amount of money comes in, because the amount of money that we've sold players for in the past has been really bad, and we've got a whole firm say this time we're learning from his lessons and you're not going until we earn the good money for you. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. Wouldn't disagree at all. Right, so now the next game is Cardiff. Are you excited about this one? Um, I'm never excited about playing Cardiff, believe it or not. Um, I, I, The only time I ever got excited when we played Cardiff was a, a certain playoff match. Uh, but I always feel that Cardiff are, are going to be a team that come back and bite us in the bum. And I look back at when we were three up. Um, do you remember when we were three up against Cardiff not so long ago? Yeah, yeah, and drew 3-3. Three, three, yeah. And we ended up drawing three each, and probably if the game had gone on much longer, we'd, um, we'd have lost. So uh, I'm not overly looking forward to it, but I'll, I'll be very happy if we beat them. They're not going to be an easy team for us to beat, are they? No, Um Remain Sawyers is the one that scares me because I've just always really? got this bad feeling that he's going to come back and hit a 30 yard strike in the final minute and get him a win uh, that's the thing that always scares me it's when, because we've had so many failed players in the last three or four years well five well it can go on for a long time they always seem to come back and score don't they I mean Hogan did it this year didn't he for Birmingham well everybody scores against us don't they and everybody we buy that's supposed to score doesn't no, Dwight Gale's a perfect example of that. I'm Benicophobi. Benicophobi, so, my God. He's, do, he's doing well at Millwall, to be fair. I think he's on 10, isn't he, this season so far? Yeah, probably. I mean, we make world beaters look rubbish. I mean, Mbappe had probably struggled to score for Stoke. <laughs> well, they did say, didn't they, in the 1940s, there was a case ever since um, Freddie Steele quit. Yeah, I believe there's a curse on the on the pitch, isn't there? Yeah. We just cursed with some of the players. But you have to... I think we should look upon this now as the start of the season. Well, we're going to have to, aren't we? It's, it's a different thing. It's a good thing for Stoke, really, because we're all over the place. A new manager's come in and couldn't get what he needs down because he likes playing with wingers but doesn't seem to play wingers, which I don't get. Um, I'd like to see wingers against Cardiff. I'd like to see us with four at the back, one and a hole is holding, even though we really haven't got one, two in midfield, two on the wings, and one up front. That's what I want to see. Go for yeah. them. 
Go for it. Let's bring put. Let's go through his team. So we'll go through his team. What I do well for me, as I keep saying, and I won't stop until a new couple keeper goes in. Fielding and goal for me. With no. Sute and Jaggy Alki. Right back, I'd go Sterling. Left back, I'd go Fox. Holding midfielder, I'd go Thompson. With a combination of Powell and. Uh, Baker with Campbell on the right wing Fossil on the left and ooh, is Brown fit? Yeah he, well he's back to his normal self he missed two sitters on Friday at Nottingham Forest Well if he's missed a sitter that's what normally happens and then he comes back with a goal so get him in get him in and I think I think that team would win 4-0 against Cardiff Right ok I'm not saying anything more about that. Um, I, I just think it will be a much more difficult match than you think. Are you looking forward to it? No, to be honest, I was hoping. It would be, to be honest, I was hoping there's no football till next year, so I can get my head round it and enjoy my Christmas. That's what I was going to do. But it all depends if they come back strong against Cardiff and, and we have a bit more, you know, excitement on the pitch. I might look forward to going a bit more. Yeah, I wonder what formation he'll start with. He'll go with what he's been doing all season. The failed Michael O'Neill tactics. That's what he'll do. Mm. Um, I I thought when when you watched us play Notts Forest, Nottingham Forest, I thought that we looked like we. I don't think Warren Forest got as a second gear, by the way, but I thought we looked like we were working harder, and um, they pressed much better than they they pressed. Uh, in previous games, well, you can't say previous games. I, I, you can only really put it as the uh, West Brom game because I thought we were appalling there. Well, that's what I mean. It's, it's one of them where I think we are looking a bit more energetic, but it's it's not the energy that's the problem with the Stoke team. It's the quality. That's where the problem lies. You know, we need a creative midfielder. We need a holding midfielder. We need wingers. Because I think we've got one in Fossu, but I, I don't understand why Alex Neal doesn't see Fossu as a winger. He keeps playing him at left back or right back, and he isn't. It, it, it's very frustrating as a fan. This is the, these are the things that frustrate me that we're playing this system that hasn't worked now for two years. A new manager's come in and stuck with that tactic, even though he did yeah, play wingers. He wingers. would turn around and say, Ian. He would turn around and say that uh, he can't change it until he's got players to to play the way he wants to play. That's what he would say. Yeah, but he has got players that will suit that way. Campbell it plays best when he's off the right-hand side. You've got Fossu as a left winger. You've got an array of strikers that don't like scoring. You've got and you've got midfielders. You've got you've got a Cam there in Powell in Smallbone holding midfielder. Yeah, Thompson will do. And then you've got Laurent if you're desperate. We have got the players. We've, we've fair enough. We've only got one left back, but that's Morgan Fox. As long as he doesn't get injured before right there, and we've got Sterling who could play right back and Harry Clark. So I don't understand his excuses because we have got players that can play at wing, and then we've got a spare one on the bench in Wright Phillips if there's an injury or until we can get new players in. So we can play with wingers. I know Campbell isn't an out and out proper touchline swing balls in kind of wingy. But he's a good inverted winger that comes in on his left foot and scores goals. 
So he could, and so's Fosu, he, he's right footed, he comes in on his right foot from the left side. So we have got the type of players that he likes, but I think he likes touchline grabbers like Clark and uh, Roberts at Sunderland, which are both a left foot on the left and a right foot on the right to swing balls in for a tall striker. But we haven't got one of them though. So, no. well, we have, we've got Delap, but I just don't think he's ready, to be honest. Do you think the thing is with Liam Delap? Do you reckon we've got him a year too early? Uh, I think people will turn around in a few years, maybe a year or two, and say, "Wow, he was a great player," but he never made it at Stoke. I think we'll make him a better player. In the, in the game against Nottingham Forest, he looked far better, more physical. He didn't miss a, a chance himself. But um, yeah, I think we might have. Uh, Gale is obviously not fired. Maybe he'll come good now after the break. But the one thing for me. The best thing of, out of out of the whole break is nothing to do with the Dubai. It's with with going to Dubai. It's the the way Harry Suter um, didn't shirk any tackles. Clearly felt he was fully fit, um, and he uh, early on in the match against Argentina, um, he put in a tackle on Messi. It was I'm certain it was Messi, and it was a hard tackle, and he never flinched. So you just hope. Um, that he's on his way back tonight and um, he'll he'll sort of be ready to train and, and be in the squad at the weekend. Uh, when you look at some of the really good centre-backs we've had um, and you, you look at what we'll need to replace him with, I think the only person we've got that might cut the mustard is Connor Taylor. I've, I've said this all season, Connor Taylor's been the, what, probably the only shining light to have come out of that horrific first half of the season. I think Connor Taylor is a really good player. I think he's clearly ready to step up. I mean, if it was up to me and we had a fully fit Suter, I would play for the rest of the season Suter and Taylor together. I think they're quick enough, they're good enough and they're sharp enough to be championship centre-backs. Without question, yeah. Suter could definitely step up. I think we, we all know that. And I don't think Suter. I, I think at the the highest highest level, play. And when I say highest highest level, I mean playing uh, week in week out in the Premier League. I think his speed might be a little bit suspect. Um, but he reads the game so well. Uh, he, he turns a bit like Ryan Shawcross did in my in my opinion. It, it, he's not as fast on the turn as some others. But he reads the game so well, and what he has got in his locker is that ability to pick a pass which is very rare in a centre-half. So, I hope he stays. I hope he stays with us. I think he will stay. He will be here till the end of the season. I don't see him, a club at this moment in time, having the money to come in to prize him away because the only clubs that will come in for him who have got the money by him are going to be clubs who are in the top half and he won't play for them. It wouldn't even surprise me if he did go to a Chelsea or a Liverpool and then come back to us on loan till the end of the season.
hope he stays at Stoke till at least the end of the season. He will. He won't be going anywhere till the end of the season. I'll, I, I just feel that. Um, right, so we'll go back to Cardiff. Right, school predictions. What do you think? What do I think about Cardiff? Yeah. 2-1. 2-1. But you, you're definitely not telling me who to. Um, Stoke. I'm not going to back against Stoke. This is why this is why it's still one nil, Ange. Right, um, <laughs> Cardiff. I'm gonna go with. I'm, I'm gonna go one one draw. Really? I am gonna go one one draw. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is there is another reason why you might want to reconsider your pick, because the weather forecast for the weekend is uh, really bad snow. Um, so if if it's really bad snow, will Cardiff turn up? in terms of the way they play. Will they turn up? Will it affect the way they play? Will it be good for us? Will there be any fans there? Um, the weather, what I'm saying really is, if you are going to match, wear a big coat. Right, everybody there, you've, you've told everybody it was a long-winded answer for <laughs> put your coat on. Yeah, put your <laughs> coat on and wear a big hat. Particularly right. you. Yeah. Well, especially mine, yeah. Don't, uh, don't the air getting wet. But... Uh, I feel that I don't, I've just got no confidence in the manager. That's the thing, and it's it's going to be exciting to see them against Cardiff. So there is a bit of excitement there because I want to see what they've been doing with these couple of weeks off. Well, technically month off. I want to see what they. I don't want to see them all running around the tans after they've been Dubai, which still pig me off. I've got to be honest. I mean Liam Delap playing golf in Dubai. It, it caused a sensation that did Ange. Yeah. Well. The problem is that some people will say, well, they're entitled to do what they want in a break. Uh, you've got players all around the world, haven't you, doing different things. Um, it's Look, what, whatever they do, it's done now. They'll be up for um, lots of abuse if, if they don't play better, having had all this lovely time off. Well, true, yeah. Is there a game in midweek? For us? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're playing a midweek friendly now because of the injuries. You couldn't make it up, could you? Oh, there we go. Right, so now we're going to go into a better situation. You had a great day today. Let's go into the women's team. How have they been doing since we've been away? Well, I'm really gutted, to be honest, because uh, they played Nottingham Forest. And and if I can... I'm not making excuses, but Nottingham turn up on the first team's bus. Uh, They have... uh, 12 members of staff with them, a media team of six, which doesn't work on the pitch, I know. But um, they beat Stoke quite comprehensively last time. And I, I was just hoping for a better performance today. In my word, did Stoke give a better performance? Thought first uh, and held out one up to half time. And then not got two, Nottingham Forest got two goals very quickly to the second half. And I thought, that's it. But Stoke dug in and they scored an equaliser um, and then had a chance right at the end of ordinary time to win it. You know what's coming next, don't you? They didn't score it. Keeper made a good save. And in extra time, the fact that they are virtually all professionals at Nottingham Forest, that they train five times a week, whereas the Stoke girls uh, are amateurs and train twice a week, it told. And they just run out of steam. Uh, and they lost 4-2, uh, the, the last goal right near the very end. 
But I was really proud of them. I thought they played really, really well. That's the League Cup. So they're out of the League Cup now. But they've got the FA Cup third round against Leeds next Sat next Sunday, which hopefully they'll uh, do well in. And um, we just have to hope that you know it hasn't taken too much out of them today. Um, but I was very, very proud of, of the way they played. Uh, I wish more people would go and watch them. I mean, it was flipping cold today. Uh, but um, that's that's just just how um, how it panned out. And the reserves uh, were away, and um, they went up to I forgot where they went now. I forgot where they went. Where did they play today? You might have to edit this bit out. Anyway, you'll have to edit that bit out because I've forgotten uh, where they were playing. Um, but they won 2 0, and uh, the reserves deserve a bit of luck. Casey and Lily scored the goals. And Meg Colbert was a first from from injury, and Meg's been out for a real long time with injury. I think it's almost two years. So you have to say that what a great achievement for her to be back on the pitch. Can you imagine not playing for two years and then then you you get a game and, and you play and the team wins? Two great years? Problems. Two years, yeah. She had complete problems, everything. It's uh, It's been really, really difficult for her. Um, in fact, I think she even tweeted uh, Peter Crouch, um, you know, to say uh, that she'd been... Um, She's been out for over two years, so uh, it, it's just fantastic, really. It's great effort and determination to uh, to to get you know to get back after that, and just kicking the ball after that. Um, she's done both her ACLs, and and I think that just that just said. I'll tell you exactly what she put. She put two years and three months since I last appeared in the lineup or playing the game of football. One ACL, one meniscus tear. Two surgeries later, and I'm finally back on the pitch with some minutes under my belt. Great to be back and with a win too. So um, that's just fantastic. And that's t- amazing. That that so, truly is amazing. You know, Meg to, Colbuck, to fight back like that. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, just you know, just fantastic. Um, and I'm just so so pleased for her because what can, what can you say about that? Coming back, fighting back after all that, just unbelievably I mean, especially good. Especially when you're not getting paid to come back and stuff like that as well. It's just pure fight for the club, isn't it? And to play football, you know, to have two yeah. mo- two years and three months out and not think, yeah, I've had enough of this now. I don't, I don't want any more of this because I mean, especially the what's it called, the ACLs. I mean, if they, they can go again quite easily once they've been yeah. twanged. So to, to come yeah. back excited and throw herself in and then score a goal on a return, I'm gonna have to find. Yeah, that. I'm gonna have, you're gonna have to get in touch over Andrew. I want, I want her on the podcast. Yeah, to... I'll, I'll I'll get her on the podcast for you. We'll get to we'll get her on the on the podcast. Yeah, because that's, we'll that's I want to hear hear a story and everything after that. That's amazing. That is that's actually shocked me. I didn't know that till you just told me that now. That's amazing. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? That's just pure fighting. Right, so another thing I wanted to ask is Nottingham Forest, what division? I mean, what division are they in? Are they WSL 1 or 2? No, they're the same division as us, but they'll be out of this division this year. How um, come, they, how come get, they're getting back to and we're not? Yeah, well, that's that's the difference. They're, uh, it, 
they're getting the investment. There's them and Burnley uh, and Wolves who are uh, getting heavily backed. And Burnley. When you t- Burnley uh, this year, Wolves, Burnley, and uh, Nottingham Forest are being um, are being heavily backed, and you can't compete. It's like watching when you watch the Champions League early rounds, and you get somebody from Malta playing somebody from. Uh, Italy invariably they put up a good performance but they lose because the quality today literally was the fact that our girls had not got the same fitness levels um, to push through at the end a little bit more quality but we we matched them for for effort our heart and our our fights matched the effort they got but eventually that they ran out of steam at the end and they still fought right to the end they're so proud of them well, and I think everybody uh, associated with the club would be. Well, of course you would be. I'm proud of them. At the end of the day, it, you know, it, it's quite amazing, really, that owners as rich as are aren't backing this football club. Because at FFP, I've, I've looked into it, FFP does not affect your women's team. So there's no excuse to spend money. And now, obviously, I'm on the council. We're going to push for this every year. I want to see the women get backed. And I want an improvement on the social media as well, because I... I've seen nothing this week, and I'm on I'm on the Stoke pages Instagram. I'm on the Facebook. I've heard nothing about these games before to or be after. Fair to, the club, to be fair to the club, they put it out on Saturday, but you know most people um, most people wouldn't have uh, wouldn't notice on a Saturday because you tend to uh, switch off on the Saturday, don't you know? Um, but but it would be great if if any anybody could do more. Uh, to, to push the women's team, you know. Well, it's it's true. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's up to the club to advertise it because that's all they can do, really. It's up to the people to go down and watch it. And I hope more people do go down. I, I'd go down more myself. And I, I probably will make two or three games this year. Yeah. Um, well, when you look at the league, t- the league table at the moment, uh, Wolves are top, having played 10 matches with 25 points. Not Forest have played nine matches and have got 22. So if they win the game in hand, which they should do because it's against Huddersfield, then um, they'll be joint top. And I think um, from memory they've scored more goals. Then you've got Burnley in third um, and Huddersfield, Derby and Stoke uh, within one point of each other. So Stoke are actually in sixth place at the moment. Uh, but we've got some of the bottom teams to play. Um, we'll finish up between fourth and sixth. I think we'll probably finish up fifth if I'm being brutally honest. And um it's just such a shame that that with a little bit just like taking a match like today, you looked at the heart, the fight and desire of that team. And with with it maybe one extra training session a week might have been the difference. We don't know. Um but no, you just working. have to think it's yeah, working, but you it just have to th- yeah, you just have to think, come on, let's let's invest in this team and, and let's get further. Well, that's all it takes, really, a little bit of investment. I mean, and a little bit of notoriety. I mean, I, you, it, there's no, seems to be no, like, pull-out as well in the paper for, for the women's team. It's, it, it, there's not enough acknowledgement going there. I mean, this player, this girl, what was her name, sorry, the one who's just come back from ben England. Colbert. I've never heard of her till you just told me that now. I mean, what a story that would be for the Instagram and for Stoke and to put in the, in the paper and stuff like that. I've heard nothing. Yeah, well, I'm just so delighted she's back. I guarantee it'll be um, it'll be in the paper this week. Yeah, well, it better be. 
because it's I mean it should be a full back page as well because the men's team don't deserve full pages so let's put it in there I mean I, everyone knows that I'm an advocate for pushing for women's football but it is up to the women's football and the women's teams to get those supporters there I mean I'm, I'm, I am I'm not somebody who's going to go we've got to force money in for money's reason but they do need supporting they need to be backing especially when you've got teams like Burnley I mean who were Burnley and they've got they've got their owners are nowhere near our money, but they're getting funded and we aren't. Yeah, and and the other thing is that um, on a very very cold day, uh, a lot like today, we had half our normal attendance today, and I think that was for two reasons: one, it's the World Cup uh, matches on, and two, it was flipping cold. Um, so you're battling against all sorts of things as as well as. Uh, as well, well as the other team. Cold doesn't mean a lot. I mean, I don't believe cold makes a big difference on people going out. I mean, if you like your football, you go wherever. I've been some horrendous matches at Stoke where I've been literally got ice on my face because it was that cold. But it, it, but it depends on how well they're doing. But it sounds like the women's team have got a great chance of finishing in the top two by the chance because we've got a lot of easier games coming up now. If we, Can I, we get promoted? I think they'll, I think they'll be... Um... I think they'll actually be very lucky to make the top two, but uh, certainly they'll end up fourth, fifth or sixth, which is, um, when you think the, the three teams that I mentioned, Burnley, Wolves and Nottingham Forest, are, are all paid really good sums of money. And then you look at our our team, which is made up of uh, five students, five, you know, let's say the squad, five students, um and people working in the prison service, working uh, uh, as biochemists, working in the cardiac department, one's a postie, uh, everybody has a full-time job. And, and that's hard to then go from your full-time job to train a couple of times a week. Some of them come from Loughborough, some of them come from Nottingham to play for the, for the shirt for Stoke City. Um, and it's just, I think, it, it's, if, if people go to watch the women's team, they will see um, how hard they work, and it's like a throwback. Ian, they want to play for the shirt. They, but they want. How do you know? Because they don't get paid. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why they're fighting so hard. I mean, if we get promoted, what division are we in next year? Uh, championship. Oh, so how many divisions away from WSL? Two. Two. Right. Championship then WSL. Right. So come on, let's get them back. <laughs> Let's get them up yeah, there. That's your job. Ah, okay. I don't know where I'm going to get the money from, but we'll, so we'll figure it out. Right, that's nice. another one done, Ange. It's been exciting. We we haven't had a lot to talk about. I've got to be honest, other than the world. No, Cup. but we've we've talked about something, haven't we? Yeah, we've talked about it. Predictions are in. I'm going to be two 0 up by this time next week. I don't think you are because Argentina are going to win the World Cup, uh, and Stoke are going to get my prediction at the weekend. So you're you're buggered. Well, I don't know. I did predict France proper when I was being serious. I think I know Brazil when I was being serious. You picked Brazil. You did. Yeah, pick I picked Brazil. Brazil yeah. yeah. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. But I'm, I, I genuinely are hoping Japan win it. You know, <laughs> I think I think it'd be lovely to see Japan win that World Cup. I think it'd be nice to see somebody who's never won it before win it for me. I think it's time yes. now, isn't it, for another nation out of nowhere winning that World Cup. Yeah, that would be nice. It would be nice for us to win it. Well, we have won it before, haven't we? You know, you were alive when we last won it. Just 
Yeah, I was. Yeah, so I you, remember you've it. You've got a World Cup memory. Well. Yeah, I have. Uh, hopefully, we'll have another one this year. Well, you never know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But, but it won't. Well, be I shall see you on Saturday, won't I? 